Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I am just delighted that we have a poem submission for today, and I especially want to read this poem for this episode, as this is our last episode of February, which in the States is Black History Month. And so this poem was submitted by Dominique Henson, and it is entitled Roots. These roots are hardy, buried deep under mother, gnarly and thick with ancient wisdom and memory embedded in the rhizomes, branching and reaching deeper into mother. These roots stretch out, twisting, chasing, pumped with blood, tears, joy, perseverance. These roots are big on reciprocity. You water them, they bloom for you. You honor them, they honor you. These roots are you, me, we, us all, omnipresent. These roots were made in the image of the omniscient, omnipotent one. We are one. These roots are your ancestors. You are the stems, branches, flowers, and leaves. These roots are your wide noses, African lips, and dirty South hips. These roots are red beans and rice, okra and cornbread, tomatoes off the vine. These roots are divine. These flowers from the roots are culture. They are traditions passed down, some tweaked for the better. These roots roots make us better, transitional beyond one dimensional. These roots be grandma's hands and granddaddy's records. These roots, our music, the cookout. These roots be everything in between and everything. These roots, our altar, praying to water these roots with progression, compassion, and healing, fortifying these roots with armor. Psalm 91 over these roots, I pray. These roots, the foundation, we are as above and so below. These roots are magic. Yes, Dominique, I love your poem. Thank you so much for writing it and for sharing it with us. And we're glad you are a co-journer with us. And I want to thank all of you who have already been supporting the homecoming book. The book, the written book and audio book will be released on March 15th, but it's already been available for pre-order and you all have been making your orders. And so I've created a gift for everyone who buys their book before it is officially released. So if you do the pre-order, I want you to go to this website to get your gift that I created for you. The website is bit, B-I-T dot Lee, L-Y backslash special pre-order gifts. 
So the website is bit, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash special pre-order gifts. And there you will upload a picture of your receipt showing that you are a part of our community that pre-ordered the book. And when you upload that receipt, you're going to get access to a special guided meditation that I created for you. And you're also going to get access to a healing playlist some of my favorite songs and a poem that will really facilitate for you this journey of preparation as we continue this process of healing and coming home to our authentic selves. So pre-order your book and if you already have, go to that website and get your gifts. I hope you all will enjoy them. And I've already heard from a couple of people who have been able to access the gifts uh, that they are enjoying them. And I want you to be a part of that special group. All right, you all. Well, the poem was talking about uh, our ancestors and the idea of collective identity and being a part of a we. And on today, I want to talk with you about being a team player, working collaboratively, living collaboratively. And this is so essential for the journey home to ourselves because we want to not only be able to nurture and nourish ourselves, but we want to be able to thrive and flourish and function in community with others. And when we have had a lot of stress or trauma in our lives, relating to other people can be challenging. And those challenges can then sabotage us in multiple ways. And it is important to learn how to work with other people in every domain of your life. So if you're thinking about being in the workforce, people are able to be more effective at work and more successful at work when they know how to work collaboratively. If you are a student, instead of trying to do everything by yourself, connecting with your peers and with your instructors can make the educational process more accessible. And in your personal relationships, family, friends, romantic partners, it is important to know how to be a part of the team, right? Not to block other people, not to isolate yourself, but to know what it means to really be a part of community, right? In community, I am not silenced and I'm also not silencing others. When I'm in healthy community, there is space and room, not only for all of us, but that we are indeed welcomed and we actually are able to get more accomplished and to live richer lives when we bring together our various sources, wisdom, knowledge, experience, creativity, ideas. And so I invite you as we reflect on this topic today to think about how you are as a part of a team. You know, what is your style? What has worked well for you? What has been challenging for you in terms of working with others? Do you routinely have difficulty at work? Do you routinely run in opposition with supervisors or teachers? In terms of your family life, uh, has it been especially hard 
to work with others, recognizing that people are unique and come with their own life experiences, and we do too. And so then needing to bring all of that together, hopefully for the good, can be challenging. So I want us to think about what are some of the ways that we can become better team players? Because some of you may say, well, oh, I'm pretty good at it. And there's always room for growth and always room uh, for improvement. And so one of the key aspects of being a good team player is showing up with respect right? R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? (laughs) That respect word is key. And when people can sense disrespect, disregard, erasure, they will not want to work with you. Uh, They will be resentful. They will be oppositional. They will feel they need to defend themselves or protect themselves because they can sense the lack of respect. And so, you know, to respect someone doesn't mean I have to agree with them on everything, but it is a tone and a way of thinking about those who are present, uh, whether as a human being uh, that I'm going to have respect for you as someone who has uh, this common goal. I'm going to have some respect for you as someone that I need to work with in order to attain or achieve or to get to the place we have in mind, uh, that there is a sense of, I respect the process or the project. And so then I respect the contributors who are a part of that process or project. And so I invite you to really think about developing a greater sense of respect for others and also as we respect ourselves. Because if I don't have respect for myself, not going to contribute because I'm gonna assume I have nothing to contribute, right? And so just as you don't want to talk over people, you also don't want to withdraw and disconnect from the group, right? And so I invite you to take sacred pause and think about, have I been showing up in my professional or personal life, exuding, demonstrating respect. And respect is not really something you can fake, right? People can often pick up, even if it's not something concrete they can point to, but they can have a sense when they are being disrespected, right? Even if you're saying, I respect everyone here, Sometimes our actions, our facial expression, our tones, our uh, comments can indicate a lack of respect. So to be collaborative, I really want to start with that place of mutual respect. Another important aspect of being a good team player is good communication, And we run into a lot of problems in groups or teams when people assume, when we assume everybody is on the same page, or when we assume certain words mean the same thing to certain people, when we assume that we know what everybody is thinking, uh, that can be a major setup. And so I invite you 
to become more intentional about not leaving it up to guessing or assumptions, but to really express yourself and to communicate. And as we've already named respect, right? I'm communicating with respect, but really being clear. You know, if you are the visionary or uh, the leader or the idea person, have you done an effective job of really explaining the vision and why it is important? If you are a part of the process and you're not understanding what people are wanting, have you communicated that or people are moving forward assuming that you're on board and you actually are not? And so we want to become more intentional about our communication that also includes in family life and in your friendship circle. A lot of uh, family relationships and friendships have fallen apart as a result of lack of respectful communication. And so let us show up with more honesty, with authenticity, uh, with compassion, so that we can really work together. We have to have a shared understanding of what is the work, right? What is it that we're doing here? Whether it's what are we doing in this school project? What are we doing in this uh, work project? What are we doing in this relationship? What is our uh, shared value or commitment in this family? You know, what, what are we doing here? And so being mindful to communicate is important for collaboration. The next piece that's important in terms of being a team player is being committed, right? Being committed to the project, to the work, to the relationship so that we are not easily prone to shut down, not easily uh, walking out of meetings. And I understand sometimes, you know, whether in relationships or family life or on your job, sometimes upsetting things happen and we like to, you know, step away and collect our thoughts and come back. But I would encourage you to not make that your only strategy and for it not to be your immediate go-to, right? That as soon as something is said you disagree with, if you always storm off, right? If you're always walking away, if you're always uh, quick to shut down and go silent, uh, that can really hold up the team process and the relationship building. And so to think for yourself by your own measurement or perhaps the feedback from others, from my life history, am I quick to go into silence? Am I quick to run off? Am I quick to shut down or even am I quick to blast people and say, you know, I'm done with with this group. I'm done with this family. Am I quick to cut and run? And that will be for each person to answer. And as I've said, there are some times when you do need to walk away, but we want to make sure that's not our automatic response, right? That we at first try to make the team work, right? If this is my work group, then I want to try to figure out how can we engage successfully, knowing that in the beginning, it may be challenging. In the beginning, it may 
be difficult. And so being willing to work through the tensions and the discomfort. So I'm committed to the process. I'm committed to being a part of the team. Then we want to know that in order to be a team player, it's important to be responsible, right? Responsible and reliable. If you're a part of the team and you're consistently uh, disappointing the team, then people are not going to want to work with you or to engage with you. And so this also goes back to communication. If you're in over your head, trying to communicate that as soon as possible to try to request some support or some help or an extension in time so that people are not thinking that you're handling something and then it gets to the deadline and your part is not done, right? So that is both self-sabotage and it also sabotages the group and can create a lot of distrust and resentment, right? And so we want to be responsible for our part so that we are not always leaving it to other people to have to do our part, right? And I'm sure all of you can relate, whether in school or at work or in family life or in friendship, when it is consistently unfair of you being left to clean up other people's responsibilities, their undone work, their unfinished work is then placed in your lap. It creates a lot of tension and it's not fair. Yes. Um, Now I am mindful. We are still in the midst of a pandemic and people also have various stressors happening in their lives. And so when you cannot do something, if you just don't have the capacity, it's important to express that and if possible, to give some kind of timeline of when you will be able to do it, right? That is uh, the responsible action to take. And we want to reflect on ourselves and think about how am I handling my responsibilities? And the flip side of that is, am I taking on too much, right? Some of us keep Uh, letting people down because we're also volunteering for too many things. And so you end up uh, overwhelmed, but you also have not developed the capacity to have boundaries or to say no or to stop volunteering for everything, right? So to be a responsible person in my family, friendship, work team, school team, before I say yes to something, I want to really reflect the, am I really able to do that, right? I want to tell myself the truth so that then I can tell the team the truth about my capacity and also my skill set, right? Sometimes we're in over our heads because we promote ourselves to have skills we do not have, right? And so you want to be careful and mindful about that self-promotion when it is basically in lies, right? Of saying you can do things that you actually don't know how to do. So that will also let the team down. Now, if you're wanting a new opportunity, you could be honest with the team and say, I don't have experience with that, but I want to learn more about it. Can I shadow whoever is doing it, right? Or can I support or 
learn from the person who usually does whatever that activity is. Yes. So we want to be respectful. We want to communicate well. We want to be committed and we want to be uh, reliable. I want to also say that if you're going to be a team player, you need to also be flexible, right? We have to, because things change. And if you have ever been a part of any group, whether personal or professional, you know that the ship can change course or that life happens, right? Life happens for other people. It happens for you or the vision you all were working for. Suddenly the budget isn't there or the leader changes their mind about what it's supposed to look like or the timeline changes. And so I invite you to a quote that I wrote some years ago, I shared in social media, and I think it really fits uh, this week. And that quote is, blessed are the flexible for they shall not be stressed out. Blessed are the flexible for they shall not be stressed out, right? So we have to learn how to adjust. If you're a part of a group, but you are super rigid and people experience you as being lacking compassion, that will make it difficult for people to work with you, right? So I want to keep my eyes on the prize or the vision or the goal. And I also want to keep my eyes on the team, right? Sometimes we're not good at reading the context, right? Reading what is happening in the room, right? Reading the energy in the space. And so I may be very enthusiastic about the project, but as I look around, I see that morale is low. I see that people are burned out. I see that people are no longer speaking to each other. So I have to pay attention to that. And I may need to make some adjustments given the reality of the team, right? And so have you lost sight of the human part of group work and teamwork, right? So the emphasis is not just on work, but on the group. And what am I noticing in this group, right? What, what am I observing in this space? And, and given that reality, what if anything needs to shift, whether formally or informally? whether that just means me checking in with people one at a time, whether it means we need to have some kind of team meeting or family meeting about, you know, what is happening uh, in this space so that we can clear the tension or allow people time to catch up or do what we need to do for the care, the care of the team. Yes. And then the flip side of that is keeping our eyes on the prize meaning we have a shared goal or we have a shared value or a shared vision and letting that be my motivation and my inspiration to stay involved or to get back involved. And so begin to remind yourself of the why. Why am I doing this work? Um, Why is this friendship important to me? Why is this relationship important to me? What is the commonality that we are working toward? Uh, What is the shared value or vision or project of this space? And why is that significant, right? So that I can continue to show up 
and so that I can uh, continue to engage. Uh, the last thing that I will mention about being an effective team player is being willing to help. Now, this is important because when we are being competitive, we don't want to help others because we see it as like every person is for themselves. And if I help you, it's going to slow me down, right? Because there is one winner and everyone else is a loser and I need to be the winner. So I'm not going to be helpful, right? Because I want to win. That's, you know, when, when my theme is from that competitive space, but when it is collaborative, when my aim is to be collaborative, to think about the collective, then it is the we that Dominique talked about in her poem. And because it's not just I, it's not just me, but because I am concerned about the we, then I want to be helpful, right? Then I want to share information. Then I want to share pointers or strategies. If I found something that works for me, that helps me to get things done or to understand the process, I want to pass on that information to others. And so let's do a reflection within ourselves of what are the ways I've been uh, being competitive when I need to be collaborative. Have I been competing with my friends instead of really thinking about how we can all thrive? Am I competing with my partner or in my marriage instead of seeing it as we all rise together, right? We rise together at my job. If we are supposed to be the team, am I really showing up like we're a team or have I been keeping information to myself because I want my part to look shinier or better than everybody else's? So we have to interrogate that, reflect on that within ourselves and then making uh, the decision to shift. And I know the foundational piece for all of this, which is challenging for many people, is trust, right? Trusting and that trust can be difficult when you have been betrayed before, when you have been disappointed by others before. And so you may say, well, it is me against everyone else because they're really not team players. And I just invite you as we think about healing and authenticity to consider, I do not want to turn into a replica or a duplicate of those who harmed me. So if when I entered this workspace or this campus, I was hazed and disrespected and harassed and mistreated, do I really want to turn around and do that to new people who come into this space? Or am I about trying to create a new environment, right? In my family life, if a lot of my relatives uh, treat people or treat children in a particular dismissive, rude, harsh way, do I want to say, well, that's just how this family is, so I'm going to be rude and harsh too? Or do I want to show up in authenticity? Do I want to really live from a place of wholeness instead of becoming the poison that was given to me. Yes. So I know it is challenging and some places and spaces are not trustworthy. And while we can be cautious 
And while we can be observant um, and while we want to live and walk with wisdom, I also want to, from my place of values, decide how I want to be. Yes. So I'm excited about each of us on this homecoming journey. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>